mess up your hair like Einstein and get out your slide rulers, whatever they are, because we're going to get into protons and nuclei and all kinds of other super cool physics on this episode. Why? To explain how fusion energy works. I should say how fusion energy is supposed to work. It's only in December of 2022 that the National Ignition Facility... Isn't that a great name? Yes, I'd like is. to work there. ...conducted an experiment that demonstrated the fundamental scientific basis for fusion energy for the first time. The laser lab created fusion ignition with 192 laser beams hitting a pallet of deuterium-tritium fuel with a huge amount of ultraviolet energy. One of my favorite fuels, by the way. I love that fuel. Well, my brain hurts already. So let's share the explanation with our superatomic correspondent, Matt. How does this work? Well, there are, Andrea, a few different kinds of fusion that scientists hope could work. And of course, the first thing to say is that if they work, they won't produce carbon dioxide and therefore will be able to have energy that doesn't cause global warming. You may have heard about cold fusion. This is the idea that atoms can be fused together, joined together, without using any significant heat or other type of energy. And yet, they would produce a great deal of energy. This is the philosopher's stone of energy, but no one has done it yet, so let's leave it here. I can't forget about cold fusion. Uh, yes, unless you're the brilliant uh, physicist who's going to figure out how to make it work. I could sit under a tree and wait for an apple to fall on my head. Hmm. While you're sitting under the tree, let me tell you about hot fusion, because this is real. It's what happens inside the sun and other stars. The nuclei of atoms crash into each other at great speed because they're hot, and that results in fusion and releases energy. Fusion energy in a way, is the opposite of what we conventionally call nuclear energy, although fusion energy also deals with the nucleus of an atom. In current nuclear power plants, the energy comes from splitting the atom, which is called fission. Fusion, as the name suggests, produces energy not by breaking atoms apart, but by fusing them together. So what do scientists need to do to make this happen? Well, we all know that nuclear energy requires elements with big, heavy atoms like uranium or plutonium that can be split into smaller atoms. But uranium, plutonium, and their fission products are radioactive. That means that when they decay, they give off ionizing radiation, which in certain circumstances might be dangerous to humans. Fusion energy instead is based on combining two lightweight atoms. Usually it's hydrogen. When two hydrogen atoms fuse, they create what? Come on, high school, high school chemistry, you remember? Helium? Go to the top of the class, Andrea. So not only does fusion energy rely on the most abundant element in the universe, hydrogen, but its byproduct, helium, can easily be used for medical purposes. Or to blow up balloons. How do we fuse two items? The challenge comes from the fact that the nucleus of an atom contains positively charged protons and neutral neutrons. So the nucleus of an atom will always carry a positive charge. Trying to combine that nucleus with another nucleus, which also has a positive charge, is like trying to push two magnets together. And what happens? They will resist. And that's why fusion energy uses the lightest possible atoms. But it's still very hard. Now, inside the sun, 
Fusion occurs because the sun's immense gravity draws atoms together, creating extreme density and enormous heat. This makes the atoms collide at great speed. But the force of gravity is much weaker on Earth because of the relatively small size of our planet and because the temperature, which despite global warming, is nowhere near the heat of the sun. So how can we create similar conditions here for fusion to occur? Well, we have to create a temperature hotter than the sun. This doesn't sound so difficult, does it? No, six, it doesn't. Six to ten times hotter, in fact, up to 150 million degrees Celsius. Not impossible. Mm, yeah, this tremendous heat will create the conditions to allow the hydrogen atoms to bump into each other, resulting in fusion and generating even more energy. Now, there are still a lot of issues to be ironed out to do with how to create such a temperature without destroying everything around it. Uh, a nuclear fusion reactor is being built in France to investigate whether this thermonuclear fusion works on a large scale, but it really isn't easy. When it's finished, this tokamak, as it's called, will be as heavy as three Eiffel Towers. Wow, that's impressive. So we're getting warmer with the quest for fusion energy. Thanks, Matt. We're reporting on a new climate project every week on climate solutions. They're all different, but each of them will make you look at the solutions for climate change in a new way. Subscribe so you don't miss any of them. Listen to the previous seasons of Climate Solutions too. We've got a series on the innovations that are going to save us from climate disaster and another how green finance is going to pay for it all. Thanks for listening to Climate Solutions from the European Investment Bank.